Hey everyone, welcome to the Good News Podcast. Really glad you could join us for this episode. We will be having a conversation with Rebecca Freer. Rebecca is our communications lead here at NBC, and I'm telling you, I don't know anyone who is more a person of prayer than Rebecca. When she prays, you can just literally feel God's presence. Today, we're going to dive deep. We're going to talk about not only how Rebecca prays, which I think will be really interesting to hear because many of us aren't even sure where to start or what to do. It, it just, it'd be great to get practical like that. But we're also going to talk about why Rebecca prays and the difference prayer makes in her life, the difference God makes in her life through prayer. It's transformative. I think you're going to really be inspired and enjoy this. Friends, let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to the Good News Podcast. Today I am with a very good friend, a colleague in ministry here at the church at NBC North Bremenhead Church. This is Rebecca Freer. Rebecca is our communications lead, and today we're going to talk all things prayer. In fact, we're kicking off a summer series where we're going to dive deep into prayer all summer long. And I can't wait. I think it's going to be refreshing. I think it's going to be inspiring. For some of us, it might challenge us to pick up this thing called prayer and see what God might do. But mm-hmm. uh, let's jump in, Rebecca. For you, why is prayer important? What, how, does mm-hmm. that, how does God work in your life through, through prayer? I would say prayer keeps me just grounded. Mm-hmm. When I wake up mm-hmm. in the morning and I don't pray, it it almost feels like I forgot to put on something. Mm. It, it's it's so crucial to me personally that it just, it feels like something natural to do, um, which it hasn't always felt like that. We'll mm. get into that. But For sure. yeah. um, now I can say that it, it really just keeps me grounded. Mm. It keeps me knowing that I'm okay. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. It's yeah. that reminder. Yeah. I love that. I love that word grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it has a sense of, of, if I could say, not having been grounded, and that's why one needs to be grounded, needs to yes. find some kind of um, stability. Um, so can you talk a bit about what what the other side of that is? Mm. What What is the change that's happening in you when you're becoming grounded in God or grounded in prayer, grounded in something greater than yourself, if I could say? Um, where are you coming from, mm. <laughs> right? In order for that to be something that is both needed, but also really, really, really helpful. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a very good observation. Mm. I, coming from a place of confusion, of loss, of questioning literally everything, mm. and just being like, God, where are you in this situation? You know, where are you here? I've been praying for this for so long, and, yeah. you know, coming from a place where I was praying for it for a while and then kind of gave up hope. and. Because of that, I felt lost. I felt confused more than ever. Mm. So now that I've gone back to prayer, it keeps me grounded. Mm. It keeps me uh, reminded that I'm okay. Mm. I'm in good hands and things will work out mm. the way that it will work out mm. in God's will. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, want to definitely get to what do you actually do when you pray? I think people, you know, everyone has different things that they do. I think some people that maybe haven't started praying it actually aren't even sure where to start. And that can be a block. It can be yes. a huge block. But you mentioned that you got away from prayer yeah. and, and you had. And so what, you know, it is, it is, a, it's a journey. Um, Definitely. It, it's, it's a journey. And, and like any relationship, it can have times of closeness and times where we feel far apart. And, and, and so 
Can you talk a bit about about that 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 experience um, where you've been in those different places mm. and and maybe even why as you reflect back and think back why mm-hmm. why did you get away from something that is is so important and helpful for you yeah um, and then what was happening that kind of brought you back like, yeah. how does that flow work um, yeah. yeah in your it's life it's definitely a journey like you said I grew up in a very um, Christian home in the sense of like, I grew up Catholic and there was a lot of routines for Mm. me. And, um, I just felt like I wasn't connecting with God because Mm. it was something that my mom told me to do Mm. or something that was expected out of me. So it didn't feel personal. It didn't feel like, um, I was talking to a God. It just felt like I was just saying words just to say words Mm. um, because of how my household was kind of taking prayer and it it felt like a routine. Mm. And so growing up, I'm like, I don't feel any connection to this. So I'm going to step away. And um, it was at first you don't kind of realize it because you're like, I I didn't really want to do it in the first place. Mm -hmm. But then come situations where like you're in college and you're figuring life out, you're, you know, discovering new things and things happen. And you, it brought me to a place where I was like, okay, let maybe I should, you know, go back. And I always say that I didn't um, find God, but God reached out to me mm. where I was. Um, even if I had taken a pause on prayer and on my faith, like I, when I say I took a pause, I didn't completely walk away. Like I, I could still sense the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like I would say, thank you, God. But I, I wasn't putting my all into it. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I had come back to, when I t- made the decision, okay, I, you know, want to give God a shot again. I just spoke to him like he was a friend, like mm-hmm. he was in front of me. I was just honest. I told him, Hey God, this sucks. (laughs) I need your help. Yeah. And that was kind of on the contrary from what I I grew up, um, where like prayer has to be long prayer. You have Mm. to be on your knees to pray. You have to Mm. have a certain position. And the prayer that I remember doing that day was short, Mm -hmm. real, Mm. and extremely honest. Mm. And I didn't hold back. Um, I was so angry how my life had turned out and so I was honest with him told him what I was feeling and through that I just continued praying until wow. this day continuing to wow. pray wow I, you know there's so much in, in, in what you just said I, I love and, and Jesus is certainly clear in scripture I think it's Matthew chapter 6 um, you, you know he teaches on how to pray um, it's around the Lord's prayer which is a great way to pray we're going to actually be talking about that all summer long at, at yes. NBC I'm really excited about that but he does say, just come to, you know, as simply and honestly as you can, just, just be real. And I love the impact of that when you were finally able to be led there by God. And that yeah. idea that God is, was reaching out for you. It wasn't just that you needed God. It wasn't just you reaching for God. You really mm. had the sense that God was reaching out for you, which is actually a really core to the gospel. Like God has come yes. in. It's amazing in Jesus. You mentioned something about being able to um, still believe in the sense of, you know, you, you, you you still knew God in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always like to say, you know, you would have checked the right box as far as what you you know believe, yeah, yeah. Kind of, right? But because I think sometimes that can be for some people as far as they get, 
mm. and, and never quite get to that that personal experience of a relationship with God, yeah. which is which is quite different from just knowing that God exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you talk a bit about that? Because yeah. I heard that really deeply in what in what you just shared. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. It definitely. I know so many people where it's like, yeah, I believe that God exists. God is here, and you know, there's a God, but they don't have a personal relationship. Mm. And you know what? That's totally okay. Everyone has their journeys. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I was there. I was like, okay, there is a God. I've heard about him my entire life. I went to church, mm-hmm. Bible school, yeah. all of that. But I was at a place where it wasn't personal for me. And when something isn't personal to you, you don't have the willingness to go deeper. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go deeper because you're fine with your life right now. You know, I've heard some people say, you know, I'm I'm okay. Like I'm doing pretty okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know God. Mm-hmm. You know, why do I need to invest in something mm-hmm. that right now I'm okay in? Sure. And that was me at a point. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing fine. Um, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then when I had decided to really get more personal with it, I asked myself, I'm doing fine right now, but what if I can be better? Mm. What if I can feel better about myself, about my life? about my family, you know, I wasn't content at just being fine. And I think people have to get to that place where they ask themselves, yeah, I'm doing fine right now. Life is good. Mm -hmm. I'm surviving, but do I want better for myself? Mm -hmm. And that's where I was. I asked myself that question. I'm like, I'm doing good, but I want to do better. And that's what God did for me. You know, it's not necessarily that a bunch of circumstance changed, um, but my internal self has mm. because of it. And because internally I'm doing good with God, it changes literally everything. Wow. Yeah. And so to that, I would say you're doing fine, but you could be doing much better yeah. Yeah. when you dive deep, when you just make that decision that, okay, I kind of want more of this. You know, it it really changes you. And it's not an instant change. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Mm. And you learn through that process. Yeah. But it's so worth it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm nodding like crazy because this has been my experience as well. You mentioned being a process. I think that's really important. Yes. You know, because, yeah, it takes time. Like when someone learns to run, you 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 don't just run a marathon. Like mm. you, you, you start slow, but you consistently, you know, enable yourself to become a runner. And I think the same yes. with prayer. Like it, it doesn't, it's not a, it's not just a flip of the switch. It takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to invest that time in yes. practicing prayer. And over time you yes. experience amazing, incredible yes. things, that groundedness, that centeredness, that, that, that's really powerful. Rebecca, what you just talked about, how internally mm-hmm. you were being changed by God. Mm-hmm. Um, even if externally your circumstances weren't changing isn't that crazy that is like that's that's in the miraculous category it really that's is transformational that's so empowering yeah like, my goodness it's in the process yeah. that god works yeah. yeah you know yeah we think that there's it's simple mm-hmm. white and black like there's a start and an end but there's a gray area that god works in yeah. even when you don't think that god is working in your heart yeah he is mm-hmm. through the process mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's why it's so important yeah. to like allow yourself 
be okay with that process. Like, you don't believe in this right now, but hey, maybe in your circumstance, in your workplace, in mm -hmm. your relationship, God's going to work with you yeah. through that. Yeah. You never know. Just be open, eh? Just, Just be open. Be open. Yeah. No, it's amazing what, it what is. God can do with a, an open heart, open mind. It's mm -hmm. a great way to live. It's a great way to be. Um, let, let's let's talk a bit about what you actually do when you go to pray. Because I think yeah. for many people, this is a, a mystery, okay? You, someone might be moved to a place where, okay, um, I'm open, okay, prayer, Whatever that is, seems like it might be a good idea. But mm -hmm. what does that look like for you? How do you pray um, from, what do you actually do when you go to pray to when do you do it? And yeah, what, what's, what does it look like? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for me, prayer looks like um, closing my eyes wherever I am, because I just feel like it helps me to concentrate. Um, and I try to just envision God as my friend. Mm because that'll change the way that I'll address him. Mm. Because when I did start my prayer journey, like I was saying, um, I had this vision of God as he's like some big boss upstairs and, you know, ready to just judge me and, <laughs> and everything. Watching, watching, watching over me, literally. Yeah, criticizing yeah, every yeah, word. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think of the whole, um, you know, when when parents with kids around Santa Claus and, you know, you better be good because exactly. Santa Claus might be wild. Like it kind of has that sense of yes. that, that image, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah so that's, yeah, that's the image that's, that's I cool. had. That's yeah. the image I had of him. So it sh the way that I would pray would be very much like, oh, hi. So this, and, and very kind of robotic. And so the first thing that I do is just kind of envision God as my friend mm. and he's there beside me wanting to listen. So I just start off with just saying, dear God, because he's my God, Mm -hmm. you know, and just naming him in any words that I, that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And I tell him, dear God, thank you for something. And I just started off with a thanks mm -hmm. because there's so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. And so I start off with saying thank you for something. And, and then I go into basically just telling him what's on my heart. Um, it could be, dear God, thank you for this day. I'm really angry right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or dear God, thank you for, you know, this meal. Yeah. I pray that I don't just eat it super fast. <laughs> um, so I just, I try to be as honest as I can and envision him as my friend. Hmm. But starting off with those two key points for me is very important. Naming him, who mm -hmm. he is in my life. Thanking him. Mm -hmm. And then just letting myself speak and say whatever it is mm. that's on my heart. Mm -hmm. And once I'm done, I say, thank you again. And uh, just close it at that. And and how long would a time of prayer typically take for you? Or would you take in that time of prayer? And and even like practicalities, like when when in the course of a day, do you, is there a time each day when you do it? Or does it is it built into your life in that way or does it just pop up or um and and even uh, is there a place where you, you know maybe mm -hmm. maybe not just yeah just some of those practicalities some of those yeah. details that people might wonder about yeah mm -hmm. so <clears throat> time wise um i would say it takes sometimes my my normal routine prayers are in the morning and at nighttime okay. so in the morning it's very short I say, thank you, Jesus, for the breath of life. Nice. And that's my morning that prayer. That's awesome. <laughs> but even that would, again, ground you, right? Yes. Set, set you on a different direction yes. than, you know, getting up and, Going oh my gosh, my I'm so worried about that. Or mm -hmm. da, 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 whatever would fill mm -hmm. our minds without that just grounding 
prayerful yes, statement. Exactly. Love it. It reminds Little me that appreciation. Yes. It reminds me that everything I have is from God. Yeah. Even the breath of life. So I wake up and say, Thank you, God, for the breath of life. And Beautiful. that's it. <laughs> and then at nighttime it's a little bit longer because you know the day has gone by. And so okay. I follow that step of, you know, thank you, dear God, and tell him about my day. Ask, asking him and asking for forgiveness as well. Mm. Um, because I think it's important for us to remember that we are still sinners. Mm-hmm. You know, we still sin, we still make mistakes, but we have such a forgiving God mm. that is there to forgive us and to love us. So at nighttime, I say thank you. I ask, I ask for forgiveness, and then I just close it off. And so, and that would take about maybe like 15 minutes, mm. five minutes, if I feel that Nick is being a little bit like, okay, okay. close it off, trying to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but normally about 10, 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I love like, you know, what I'm hearing is it, it could take five minutes if I need to. Mm-hmm. It could take 15 or 20 minutes if I need to or have the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of good to build that space in, you know, especially if it's a part of your daily life because yes. life changes and sometimes it's better to have something than nothing at all, you know, yes. and, and and have that kind of flexibility with yourself and with that prayer time with God. I. I, I love it. You know, and, and you mentioned about the idea of confession, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, I know a, a very simple acronym I, I use, um, TSP, thank you, sorry, please. And mm-hmm. I, I'm always amazed at how um, I would have naturally, I think most of us do stay away from the sorry part, the confession mm. part, but how often that's the most powerful part of, of my time with God, because um, I think people, you know, what might envision is being, again, if you're envisioning God as that, you know, um, mean guy in the sky kind of thing. Like then it, that's, oh yeah, who would want to, you know? Yeah. But like that's, envisioning God as one who is with me, in me, working through me. And there's a sense of grace that comes as, as I maybe think about something that didn't go right or wish I hadn't said, that's often the case for me. Mm. Um, but it also then empowers me. Like I feel a sense of grace and mercy, um, but then this desire to um, next time, do a little different, you know, mm-hmm. but but empowered to to do that. So I just find that confession piece really empowering, not not depressing or heavy yeah. necessarily. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, not guilt inducing, definitely yeah. not shame. Like that's that's that God is freeing us from those things mm-hmm. and a, enabling us to live um, little by little a bit differently. In, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that, and it for me, it actually. I used to feel like that okay. during confession. I used to feel like, oh, I did this thing. How am I going to tell God about it? <laughs> mm. And I used to feel a lot of guilt, um, even in prayer while I'm praying, asking for forgiveness, mm. which I think is human and I think is normal. Yeah. God really had to unlearn that. I had to unlearn mm. that in myself okay. by just looking at scripture. That's why Romans 8.1 is my mm. favorite chapter in the Bible that says okay. there's no more condemnation for those who are in Christ. Mm. So... I, when I would feel guilty about these things, I just remind myself that verse, you mm. know, God doesn't condemn me. So yeah. why should I condemn myself? Yeah, beautiful. And then now I'm at a point where when I do confess, I feel like you said, like empowered to know that I'm not perfect, but I serve a God that is, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you, you, um, you mentioned scripture there, you know, mm-hmm. and so where does where does scripture come in to your prayer life you have that even that one verse and i know there's other passages as we've as we've shared a bit of life 
uh, in conversation, yeah, that, that yeah. have grounded you, that have impacted you really deeply. Um, where does, yeah, how does scripture fit into your devotional life, your prayer time? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I would, <laughs> I'm not doing it now as much as I want to. Okay. But I want to get to that place again where I read scripture before um, I pray at nighttime. So um, I'd read scripture mm-hmm. and there's always like a, a daily verse and stuff. So I'd read that and then I'd go into prayer with it nice. and use that kind of like a guiding, guiding thing. Right now it's hard to do because with Nicholas, <laughs> sometimes he has a different schedule as me and I'm there with the dog and everything. So I'm, I'm thinking to try to implement that more and more so that I can let the scripture guide my prayers. Yeah. 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 I could, I saw, I know the power that that has. Yeah. And yeah, I just want to implement that more. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, what, what's cool to me is it's, I think it's really good. Like every other area of our life mm-hmm. to have aspirations to have, okay, here's yes. what's next. Here's, here's where I want to go and grow next in my life with God in my prayer life. And yeah. uh, so love, 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 love that. Oh man, Rebecca, thanks so much. Thank I uh, just you. really appreciate this conversation. It's going to be a great summer with many conversations like this happening through the podcast and looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, let's wrap up with the little good news podcast rapid fire Ooh. here. So what's the best thing going on in your home these days? My dog got a bark collar and I can leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> a bark And I felt bad Mm. at first doing it. It's not shock. Um, Mm. It's just a vibration that he feels when he barks. So I can just put him in the crate and I can leave the house, which is amazing. Nice. Nice. (laughs) That's great. That's that's awesome. The freedom. Talk about freedom. freedom. That's so cool. That's cool. Okay. (laughs) What's the best thing going on in your your community, in your neighborhood these days? Um, There's new people moving into my building. And so I got to meet uh, my neighbor and she also has a little puppy. And so we got to connect. And I just love the community in that neighborhood um, that we get to have. And it's just such a blessing to be there. Mm, yeah. Awesome. You know, a great time of year to enjoy that for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, cool. And big one, what's the best thing going on in our world these days? Mm, I love that the younger generation is speaking out mm. on things that have been put under the rug. Mm. Like I see that every day on social media, just like young people taking the lead, speaking out, um, empowering others and inspiring the the older generation mm-hmm. to start doing things that have been put to the side mm-hmm. for so long. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I love that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, thanks Rebecca. Thank so, you, Jamie. so much. Uh, I think probably an appropriate thing to do on this, after this conversation, especially, but we always do anyway, just to close with a little prayer here. And Let's then we'll, do it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Oh God, thank you so, so much for um, the way that you have been working and continue to be at work in, in Rebecca's life, the way that, as she expressed, you you have reached out to her. You are um, calling her to yourself. Uh, thank you for those moments of of gratitude as she begins a day. What a, what a beautiful way to enter into a day for those um, deep times of, of reflection, conversation, openness with you, uh, just being real uh, about her life and about her day. And uh, just continue to bless her in in these um, in these times of prayer and these conversations as you continue to grow in her life and work through her. We, we pray for each person listening and watching that uh, this has been helpful as we all reflect on our, our life and especially our life with you through the power of prayer. Looking forward to more to come. Entrust it all to you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Thank awesome. you so much. Jamie. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah, so, 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 so much. And thank you everyone for joining us on the Good News Podcast. As always, great to be with you. I'm sure we will see you again. You can join us all summer long as we have conversations just like this with real people talking about their real prayer life and how God is working in and through that. God bless you, friends. Have a great day. Until next time. Oh, man, I was really, really encouraged where that conversation that went. Was awesome. I love how Rebecca expressed that was the, so nice. the change in her relationship with God, in her prayer life, if you will, when she decided to just get real with God, to, to be angry, to, to name how she was really feeling. Um, not, not just say words that didn't mean anything to her, but words that were kind of her own, just coming out of her, and how that was a moment of of, of, of transformation, a moment where she experienced God in a, in a new way, in a, in a very real way. You know, prayer, that's, that's all it is. It's simply a conversation with God where we can be really open with someone who loves us so very deeply and cares about our life. So just heard that loud and clear from Rebecca. So grateful for the conversation. Friends, next week, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to turn the tables and Rebecca is going to sit in the host chair, literally sit in the host chair, and she's going to talk to me about my prayer life with these same kinds of talking points on how I've experienced God, how I've experienced prayer throughout my lifetime, including what I do these days. So hope you can join us. I hope you'll uh, enjoy that conversation as well. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks so much for being with us. God bless you, friends. Don't, don't forget to follow us in, on Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holtham. Hope to see us again very, very soon. God bless you.